Reading Srimad Bhagavatam 4.29.64 Na anubhutam kvachanena Deha na drishtamashudam Kadachit upalabhyeta Yadrupam Yadrakatmane Na, never, Anubhutam, experience, Kwa, at any time, Cha, also, Anena, Dehena, by this body, Adrishtam, never seen, Ashrutam, never heard, Kadachit, sometimes, Upalapyata, maybe, experience, yet, which, Rupam, form, Yadrak, whatever kind, Atmani, in the mind. Translation, sometimes we suddenly experience something that was never experienced in the present body by sight or by hearing. Sometimes we see such things suddenly in dreams. Can we uh, respond? Sometimes we suddenly experience something that was never experienced in the present body, by sight or hearing. Sometimes we see such things suddenly in dreams. Performed by His Divine Grace, Sri Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada. In dreams, we sometimes see things that we have never experienced in the present body. Sometimes in dreams, we think that we are flying in the sky, although we have no experience of flying. This means that once in a previous life, either as a demigod or an astronaut, we flew in the sky. The impression is there in the stockpile of the mind and it suddenly expresses itself. It is like fermentation taking place in the depth of the water, which sometimes manifests itself in bubbles on the water's surface. Sometimes we dream of coming to a place we have never known or experienced in this lifetime. But this is proof that in the past life we have experienced this. The impression is that the impression is kept within the mind and sometimes become manifest either in a dream or in thought. The conclusion is that the mind is the storehouse of various thoughts and experiences undergone during our past lives. Thus there is a change of continuation from one life to another. From uh, previous life to this life and from this life to future life. This is also sometimes proved by saying that a man is born poet born scientist and born devotee. If, like Maharaj Ambarish, we think of Krishna constantly in this life, 
Savai Manaha, Krishna Padara Vindo, we will certainly be transferred to the kingdom of God at the time of death. Even if our attempt to be Krishna conscious is not complete, our Krishna consciousness will continue in the next life. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita 6.41. Prapya punya krutam lokan utsitva sasvatihi samaha shuchinam srimantam gehe yoga prashto vijayate. The unsuccessful yogi after many, many years of enjoyment in the planets of the pious living entities is born into a family of righteous people or into a family of rich aristocracy. If we rigidly follow the principles of meditation on Krishna, there is no doubt that in our next life we will be transferred to Krishna Loka, Goluka Vrindavan. Oma Gyanati Midandasya Gyananam Gyana Shulakaya Jakshadan Militam Yenatasme Shri Guru Enamaha Shri Chaitanya Manopishtam Satpitam Yenabhutale Swayam Rupa Gadamam Didati Swaparandigam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uttapadakamalam Shri Guram Vaishnavamcha Sri Rupam Sakajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Vitam Tam Sajivam Shadvitam Shavadutam Parjanam Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishagan Vitam Hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Kopisha Kopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchna Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Shavano Sutta Devi Pranamame Hare Priye Vancha Kalpataru Vyascha Kripa Sindhu Vevacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namo Namaha Namaram Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Samiti Naminen Namaste Saraswati Deve Goravani Pacharinen Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Desatarinen Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shiva Shri Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare So this is reading Srimad Bhagavatam 429.65 This is in continuation of the question that was raised by um, King Prachinabhai Sad he was asking this question that how do we know that uh, you know we our present body is finished that the next life or like for now this life we had carried forward all kind of a karma that was a question wasn't it yes so Narada Muni is elaborating this point now he's saying more conclusively that actually you have experienced some things in this life that you have never been through. Right? Prabhupada is giving the example like flying in the sky and you never flew 
how is it that you are flying right or many times they give the example of seeing gold and golden mountain i think that analogy has used various times so this is that we have seen gold and we seen mountain and because in the dream it correlates and we see a golden mountain you understand so our impressions whatever we are seeing it is you know stays in our mind as strong impressions so this is to show that there is continuation of your life it is not that once is finished as is everything is finished this philosophy is not very sound right uh, if everything is finished at death then how you are getting this kind of realization where is coming from hmm in this life you know in singapore what mountain you see what what mountain and then you are dreaming about mountain how is it possible correct i mean in some life you have been not this bukit timah hill is not the mountain it is understand it is massive i don't know how many have you been to the himalayas nobody you been to the himalayas you flew over or you went there you flew to kathmandu oh i was uh, there one time i was going to badrinath and actually i was so impressed the bus was going in the evening it was already the sun was setting and the sun was shining onto the mountain was snow capped and because of the shining of the sun the whole mountain was glittering in golden you know the falcons i was very much mesmerized and the mountain is massive it is massive made it is massive and our tiny little bus was you know going on this road that kept me uh, i mean it's still an impression so these mountains are huge you know it's not something small <coughs> so to have that impression and it plays back in our memory means that we have been through that situation some point of our lives whether this life or previous lives or previous previous lives so stays in our memory so the point is this that all these impressions are staying inside and it is propelling us to different different desires to carry on again the next life in other words the gross body may be finished but the subtle body is always going on it is always you cannot say that oh, you know so everything is finished when i die i get a new mind and i get a new intelligence intelligence is something that you acquire you know but the mind intelligence and false ego 
Uh, if you keep them in a material consciousness, then you carry with you all those desires mainly to the next body. As you read, no, this chapter 11, text 22, the soul follows the mind. I showed you the verse, no, you know, 11, 22, what? Hmm? What is it? Eleven twenty two thirty seven. Eh? See here in this verse, Sri Bhagavan Vacha Manaha Karma Mayam Nirnam Indrehe Panchabi Yutam Loka Lokam Priyati Anye Atma Tat Anuvartate. So this Lord Krishna said the material mind of man is shaped by the reaction of fruitive work. Along with the five senses it travels from one material body to another. The spirit soul, although different from this mind, follows it. You see that? The mind of man is shaped by the reaction of fruity work. That's why getting involved with karma is very, very dangerous. You understand? This is why it says that you get into this karma kanda thing is so risky because it influences the mind. You understand? You contempt not contaminates the mind actually. Yeah. And the soul follows it. That's why the mind, that's why Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that the mind is the principal thing that governs the transmigration of the soul. Many places in the Gita he said, correct? Yes? Actually, this whole subject is very nicely explained uh, in this verses, you know. Prabhupada gave a class on this verses. <laughs> it's five verses. Panchabi Guru Te Swartan, Pancha Devartha Panchabihi, Ekastu Sodasenatran, Swayam Sapt Dasosnute. Above the five senses of perception, the five working senses and the five objects of the senses, the mind, which is the sixteenth element. Above the mind is the seventeenth element, the soul, the living being himself, who in cooperation with the other sixteen enjoys the material world alone. The living being enjoys three kinds of situation, namely happy, 
distressful and mixed. You understand? This is how the mind is putting the soul into right. Then we read in the previous verse, correct? Did we not read in the previous verse? What we read in the previous verse? Huh? The senses, correct? The mind activates the senses, yes? Is it not? And here, all the elements, you know, put the mind in. Mind gets into action with some intelligent, material intelligence and false ego. These things make the condition of the soul to go through a happy situation, distressful situation and mix. What do you mean by happy, distressful and mix? More explained here. The subtle, the subtle body is endowed with sixteen parts. The subtle body has got sixteen parts. Five knowledge acquiring senses, five working senses and five objects of sense gratification and the mind. You know what is this five knowledge acquiring senses, right? Five knowledge acquiring senses are the uh, eyes. No, the knowledge acquiring senses. Eyes is the sense. Eyes is sense organ. They, they five working senses, five objects of. So knowledge acquiring the eyes, the ears, the tongue, the skin, yeah, touch. And then you have the five working senses. What are the five working senses? And like genitals, anus, and the mouth. Eh? And then you have the five objects of sense gratification. What is that? For the eyes is sight. For the nose is smell. For the tongue is? Huh? Here is the sound. So there are five. What? Skin is touch. So the subtle body is an effect, is an effect of the three modes of material nature. It is composed of insurmountable strong desires and therefore it curses the living entity to transmigrate from one body to another. Uh, see the point here, we are talking about this transmigration from one body to another. Yes? So how does it, it is composed of insurmountable strong desires. So a person goes into the three modes of material nature. That's why Arjuna asked the question to Krishna, what is compelling a person to do something you know, although he don't want to do, he is forced to do. Yes? Yes? That was the question, you know? So you see, because of the three modes of 
It is also explained in three five the words, you know. You know Bhagavad Gita three five. Uh, he is forced to act by the three modes of. I don't want to go to that because I need to flip back and forward again. So yes, to you can see in your in your you know. Yes, have you got it? Can you read it? Read loud. Everyone is forced to act. Yes? Understand this point. When you say you are forced to act, means what? Just now we read the soul is forced to follow the mind. Here, it is forced to accept by the conditioning of the three modes of material. You understand? This is a science, you know. We are talking about a how things all fit in. Uh, so, according to that desire, therefore, it causes the living entity to transmigrate from one body to another in human life, animal life, life as a demigod. So, these are three situations. That means you get promoted up, or you go down to hell. Uh, Right? Or you stay as human. The three situations are there. If you go up, as you say, when you get the when you when the uh, living entity gets the body of a demigod, he's certainly very jubilant. And when he gets a human body, he's always in lamentation, which is against the fact human beings are always griping. Yeah. And when he gets the body of an animal, he's always afraid. You see the animals. Always in fear. Ah, in, the, in all conditions, however, is actually miserable. Either in the demigod platform or human platform or animal platform, is miserable. This ah, miserable condition is called samsriti or transmigration in material life. You understand? It is not that, oh, you get promoted to the body of a demigod, you are very blissful. Uh, even in demigod body also you are not happy, you know. Because why? There is constant rivalry there. There is constant rivalry. Someone is better, someone is, you know, higher demigod, lower demigod. They don't like each other. Envious. Because material qualities cannot make you happy. This is explained. Miserable condition is called samsriti. What is the samsriti? What is the meaning of samsriti? Huh? Transmigration. Or transmigration in material life. Right. This next verse. The foolish embodied living entity, inept at controlling his senses and mind, is forced to act according to the influence of more to material nature, against his desires. See that? This is what you read just now exactly. Yes? 
eh, this whole line is exactly the same. He is like a silkworm that uses his own saliva to create a cocoon and then become trapped in it with no possibility of getting out. The living entity trapped himself in the network of his own fruitive activities and then can find no way to release himself. Thus he always bewildered and repeatedly he dies. And the situation is created by himself. It is not that, you understand, by the desire, he is creating this whole situation where he gets trapped inside. And because he is desiring material, another desire, correct? So because he is having that desire, he will take another body. You follow this point? Jai Sri Radha So the living entity, uh, silkworm, there is one saliva to create a cocoon and become trapped in it with no possibility of getting out. So that's another thing Krishna also said in the Bhagavad Gita, correct? Karma Bandha. Where is that? Huh? You know, but the others. Three, nine. Huh? Yajnanartha karma nayartha, loka karma bandha. So if you don't, you know, perform your work for Krishna, then the solution is that you get bonded. And bonding means what? It's not that you can come out, you know. It's not possible to come out. You know, as the example is given, like quicksand, you know, the more you struggle, the more you go inside. Or water also the same. You struggle in the water, you drown. You understand? But if you don't struggle, you just try to lie flat, then you can come out. You know, automatically you get float. But people panic, you know, they are bewildered. Struggle. Ah, correct? Yes or not? It is nicely also said by Prahlad Maharaj, right? In that verse. What is that verse? Asha Bandha. What is that? Tes Tepisi Tantra Urudhami Badaha. What is the number? Seven? Seven five thirty one. We'll come back to this, huh? So here you see here as also explained the same point. Same here. Durasha. Bhairyatamanina. Persons who are strongly entrapped by the consciousness of enjoying material life 
and who have therefore accepted their leader or guru, a similar blind man attached to external sense object, cannot understand that the goal of life is to return home back to Godhead and engage in the service of Lord Vishnu. As a blind man guided by another blind man miss the right path and fall into a ditch, materially attached man led by another materially attached man are bound by the ropes of fruity labor which are made of very strong cords and they continue again and again in materialistic life suffering the threefold miseries. That is a strong material desire. Durashaha Bahiratamanina. Durasha means hope against hope, you know. They want to what? You see, they are always planking plans. If they are into put into some distress, they don't think no no no, I'm making I'm, I'm hoping this will work. Huh? Correct? Or that will work. So in this way they carry on dreaming. Huh? This is the material life. So you get trapped and there's no way he can release himself. That's a fact. Once you're caught in this material world, there's no way you can release yourself. It's not possible. Devi Yesu Gunamai, Mama Maya cannot come out of my Maya. It's not possible. Unless you surrender, right? See this verse here is again explaining this point further. Not a single living entity can remain unengaged even for a moment. One must act by his natural tendency according to the three modes of material nature. Because this natural tendency forcefully makes him work in a particular way. There is no such thing as you are free. Are any free? Are you free? This is the illusion. You are never free. You are what? Condition of force. If you are put in the mode of goodness, you act accordingly. If you are put in the mode of passion, you act accordingly. Any mood and ignorance, you act accordingly. So you are forced. This is the word here. Forcefully makes him work in a particular way. All these three verses we are reading is just force and force and more force. Correct? Understand? And you see today the verse, yeah, is there such a thing as reincarnation? For you to educate him, Krishna is so kind that he comes in the dream and tells him about all this what? Things that he never experienced. You follow? So if a person intelligent, yes, I have been through this so many times. I am stuck. You understand this point? Yeah. To get him to realize. That's why he says further. That's why it's a fool, you know, a fool won't believe all these things. That's why it says in Bhagavad Gita, a fool cannot understand this thing. Yes? Mudo Nabijayanti, a fool cannot. Fruitive activities, a living being performed, whether pious or impious, are the unseen cause for the fulfillment of his desires. So this point here again. 
the fruitive activities the living being performed either whether pious or impious are the unseen cause for the fulfillment of his desires. You understand? This unseen cause is the root for the living entities different bodies. Again, because of his intense desire the living entity takes birth in a particular family and receives a body which is either like that of his mother or like that of his father. The gross and subtle bodies are created according to his desires. This is also explained in 15.9, right? Bhagavad Gita, yes? Is it not? Yeah? You read 15.9? According to the mother, he gets the body, correct? Yes? Yes or no? Read, read, read loudly. The living entity thus taking another gross body obtains a certain type of air, eyes, tongue, eyes, tongue, nose and sense of touch, which are grouped above the mind. He thus enjoys a particular set of sense of taste. Right? Yes? 59. Eh? But it says the mother there, no? 1510. According to the particular set of eyes, nose, that are grouped above the mind. Oh, I think in the purport, I think. What about fifteen ten? What it says? So here you can see according to the parent's body he gets uh, to fulfill again his desires. But mainly the sum and substance of this is the desire, which is the cause of all this entanglement. Yes? And that's what moving the mind. Correct? And when the mind is focusing on something, as we showed the verse, what is that verse? 11, 9, 22 or 119921 eh? if out of love head of fear See, this is a very interesting point. 
we're just talking about desires, 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 desires. Huh? Yes. So the desires are associated with the three aspects. What is that? Love, hate, or fear. This is the subject of creating that desires. An embodied soul fixes mind with intelligence and complete concentration on a particular bodily form. He will certainly attain the, that form that he is meditating upon. This is why these desires are coming out because of love, hate and fear. You hate somebody, you are thinking day and night, correct? Right? If you love somebody, lust is going on, yes. And if you fear someone, you are completely intimidated, yes. Huh? You see the mind. How dangerous it is. Correct? So the solution, as explained here, the solution is this. Since the human being, this is a very, this, since the living entity is associated with material nature, is in an awkward position. But if in the human form of life is thought how to associate with the Supreme Personality of Godhead or his devotee, this position can be overcome. There's a solution. This is the what? Right? That also there's a verse, you know. What is that? The subtle body can be dissolved by devotional service. 325, what? Huh? huh? You know the verse? 325. Two, two line verse. Huh? You know? The subtle body, which is the problem here, can be only be dissolved by performing devotional, what is that number? 36, 33, yes. It's amazing sloka because it's only two lines, you know. Usually lines of four line slokas, but here you see Jarati Asuya Kosham Nir Ni Grinam Analo Yata. Bhakti devotional service dissolves the subtle body of the living entity without separate effort. Just as fire in the stomach digests all that we eat. So this is the clue. Devotional service dissolves the subtle body of the living entity without separate effort. Just as fire in the stomach digests all that we eat. Correct? That's why you see in the Bhagavad Gita, yeah. Krishna's stress 
that you please engage your mind in thinking of me. Yes? Correct? So you, what is that? Manmana bhava mad bhakta, correct? Yes or not? So the mind has to become purified by thinking of only only by devotional service you can come to me only if you associate with me uh, think of me become my devotee I promise you this because you are my friend uh, yes see how much this thing is stressed give up everything and just surrender to me I will deliver you yes Sarva Dharma yes correct so the only means of dissolving this repeated cycle of birth and death is by taking shelter of Krishna. In fact, we have read in 3.25.40, there is no other way you can escape the cycle of birth and death unless you surrender to, correct? Yes or not? Uh, also here, it stated here, and this verse, Sat, Satanam, this word, eh? Achokshaja alambam iha subhatmanaha subhatmanaha saririna samsriti again this word samsriti eh? chakra samsriti means transmigrate chakra means eh? sat satanam this word satanam very important tat brahma nirvanam sukam Vidu buddhas tato bhajatvam tadaye rat ishwaram. See the word satanam, the word here, satanam. Completely stopping, right? So here the translation, the real problem of life is the repetition of birth and death. The real problem of life is the repetition of birth and death, which is like a wheel rolling repeatedly up and down. This wheel, however, completely stops. This wheel one huh? completely stops when one is in touch with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You understand this point? Are you understanding? This wheel of transmigration that we are talking about will be completely what? Eradicated, stopped. Uh, 
when one is in touch with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In other words, by the transcendental bliss realized from constant engagement in devotional service, one is completely liberated from material existence. All learned men know this. Therefore, my dear friends, O sons of Asura, immediately begin meditating upon and worshipping the super soul within everyone's heart. Serious point? Yeah. So this is what actually the sum and substance of human life. As you see in the Bhagavad Gita, again as we go back to the Bhagavad Gita, you see that in this verse, And this place here. It is this now we read this uh, now we read that verse seven five thirty one. Bairartha running after external sense pleasure. That's what we are doing. I want this, I want that, I, I need this, I need that. This is all constantly because it's external. So here in the Bhagavad Gita, this says, an intelligent person, an intelligent person does not take part in sources of misery. Where does this misery come from? Which are due to contact with material senses. O son of Kunti, such pleasure have a beginning and end, and so the wise man does not delight in them. Just before this verse, just before this verse, you see what Krishna is saying. Such a liberated person is not attracted to material sense pleasure, but always in trance, enjoying the pleasure within. In this way, the self-realized person enjoys unlimited happiness, for he concentrates on the Supreme. Within. Ramante yoginam ante. What? Huh? Is that verse here? I think the next verse. Ah, 22, I think. That's now we went to know. You see? Yeah. Ramante yoginam ante. Ah? Satyananda chidatmani iti rama padaneyasa param brahma abhidiyate. See this? The mystics derive unlimited transcendental pleasure from the Absolute Truth and therefore the Supreme Absolute Truth, the Personality of Godhead is known as Rama. So this is the, 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 the it's not that it is something that, you know, beyond our reach. The Lord is sitting inside, where? In our heart. You understand? Yeah? This point also is mentioned in 7.13, you can go to 7.13, find that verse, the deer is running outside looking for water. Huh? Can you show me that verse? 7.13. Can see that, the same point, is running everywhere looking for water, but actually it is inside. Huh? 7.15? 
So here the same point, the same point is explained, this is explained by who? Jada Bharata. Just as a deer because of ignorance cannot see the water within a well covered by grass, but runs up the water elsewhere, the living entity covered by material body does not see the happiness within himself, but runs up the happiness in the material world. See this point again? So it is within us, it is what? The Lord is there. You follow this point? Yeah. You, you understand this? Again, the same thing is again repeated here. Again, this same thing is repeated here. Oh friends, oh, oh my friends, sons of Asura, the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his super soul future always exists within the cause of the heart of all living entities. Indeed, he is the well-wisher and friend of all living entities and there is no difficulty in worshipping him, worshipping the Lord, no difficulty. Why then people should engage in his why then people not engage in devotional service? Why are they so addicted to unnecessarily producing artificial paraphernalia for sense gratification? So much work, you know. You see, in the morning to night you are running, correct? Well, you are supporting this what? Artificial sense gratification, is it not? Yes? Is it not? No? Yes? Yeah? See? Prahlad Maharaj is making the point. Why you? It is inside you. Is what? Get connected inside. It's so easy. How to do that? Yeah? How to do? Cannot do. How to do? Chanting. The moment you chant, correct? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, yesterday class was that. You will quickly see the lotus feet of the... And when you meditate on the lotus feet, I showed that verse, you know, 11, 3, 14. So many times I am showing that verse. This is correlates, you know. Moment you see the Lord lotus feet, you capture the Lord lotus feet in the heart, then all this fruitive activity, desire, everything gets nullified, finish. Yeah, you see? Uh, so, you know, it is, it is all works together, you know. Yes, I will show you this verse. Many times we have come to this verse, yes. Krishnere Charan, what is this Krishna Charan? What is this Krishnere Charan? What is the charan? Yeah. Simply by chanting the holy name of Krishna, one can obtain freedom from material existence. Indeed, simply by chanting Hare Krishna mantra, one be able to see the lotus feet of the Lord. 
Lord Shiva is meditating on the lotus feet. Lord Brahma is meditating on the lotus feet. All the demigods are meditating on his lotus feet. Why? Because the lotus feet of the Lord is so transcendental hmm, that he can stop the material existence. Yes? I've shown this verse a million times now. Yes? When one seriously, one seriously eh, engage in devotional service of the personality of Godhead, fixing the Lord's lotus feet within one heart as the only goal of life, one can destroy innumerable impure desires lodged within the heart as a result of one's previous fruitive work within the three modes of material nature. See that point here? In other words, the bondage to our material shackle is what? Huh? Loosened, purified. When the heart is thus purified, one can directly perceive both the Supreme Lord and oneself as transcendental entities. Thus one becomes direct, one becomes perfect in spiritual understanding through direct experience, just as one can directly experience the sunshine through normal healthy vision. A comparative thing is given. Just like you go out, you can feel the sun. Yes? Same way. The moment you connect, you will actually feel the Lord. And you get unlimited happiness. You get? Yeah? This is done. This can only be done by one way. You cannot do this in any other way. The only way is this way. This is the only way you can get this done. Huh? Having obtained the mercy of the spiritual master who reveals to the disciple the injunction of the Vedic scripture, the devotee should worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead in a particular personal form of the Lord that the devotee finds most attractive. Yes? This, uh, this the, the devotee find most attractive is not you speculate, you know. Please, try to understand. First, you need the spiritual master. And when you serve the spiritual master, then the spiritual master reveals this form to you. Just like here, our whole sampradaya is worshipping who? who? Varaha. Who? Who? Ours is worshipping Radha and Krishna. Correct? Not that we speculate on some, no, given by the, that's why Prabhupada said in the Bhagavad Gita also, chapter 18, text 65, the one should worship the form that the Lord revealed to Arjuna. Yes? What did he reveal? Which form did he reveal? Ah, the two-handed form, you understand? Not that you speculate, oh Prabhu, I like this, and then after a few months, I like that. <laughs> it is not. This is revealed. This is what? Revealed. So this is how deity worship is so important. Deity worship is, I gave a class last week, I think. Very, very important. Because without the form, there's no way we can get our mind fixed up. That's not possible. That's why the impersonalists, 
they they cannot make it and try and try this is this why i say even they climb to the highest rung of yoga because they are not catching the lotus feet of the lord they which was is that which was is that don't say which was is that Krishna, no Pantastu Koti, come on, that's completely different. Which verse is this? Cut and paste, huh? Criticize us, cutting and pasting. Which is what? Ah, quoted many times by Prabhupada. Many, many, many times this verse. E anye arvindakshya vimukta manina. E 10, 2, 32. Uh, 10, 2, 30. Or we can go to the highest rung, but because they have not caught hold of the lotus feet of the Lord, they patanti adaha, they fall down. You understand this? In other words, we have to capture the lotus feet of the Lord. Then we will be purified of all materialistic desires. And Prabhupada said in today's verse, huh, they keep popping up, you know. Today he gives the example, just like in the water, the bubbles come up, right? You are peacefully chanting, suddenly some crazy thing comes. <laughs> is it not? Yes or no? Why is it coming? Because desire is in the heart. You follow? Suddenly it comes up, a crazy thing, your mind gets completely diverted, you know, kind of crazy thing happening. So to clean up these things, we need to constantly meditate on the, and it's easily done by hearing the holy name. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare. There's no other way. Okay? You can try, you can go and sit down and meditate, you can do all your gymnastics, if you can make it, fine. But the conclusion is that you cannot make it. You what? You cannot make it. You follow? Not possible. Meditation is not possible in this yuga. It is not? Yes? You understand? So you see how everything correlates. I have explained this, yes? Correct? And don't think you cannot stop. I just showed the verse 7, 7, 38, 7, correct? It will completely stop. It will what? And Krishna also said, I promise you, you are going back. You are what? Going back. You understand? It is not some myth, maybe, could be, no, 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 no. You are going back to God, period. Because the moment you come in contact with Krishna, your repeated birth, samsthiti chakra, is what? Satanam. Stopped. You understand this point? You understand? Spoken by Prahlad Maharaj. Finish. Material life is finished. The only thing that we have to seriously practice, right? 
So every day, every day doing as I quoted the adverse, you know, one eighteen four, right? Right? You know, this verse. I've quoted this verse, right? This is so because those who have dedicated their life to the transcendental topics of the personality of Godhead of whom the Vedic hymns sing and who are constantly engaged in remembering the Lotus again, constantly remembering the, what is that again? Lotus feet of the Lord. Do not run the risk, see you there, do not run the risk of having misconception even at the last moment of your life. Is that the point this? Guaranteed. You what? Guaranteed. If you follow this program, you are guaranteed to go home back to God. This is here. Do not run the risk of miscon having misconception. You understand? The purport Prabhupada said, the common man cannot do that. You see here in the purport. For a common man, it is very difficult to remember things that they are at the time of death. Is that the point here? It's not possible. You cannot escape Krishna's Maya other way. Yes? Yes? Understand this? So you see how I have to chant very, very what? Huh? What is that word? Mamcha Vyabacharena Bhakti Yogena Seva. Without what? Abhyacharena and Vyacharena. You know, you know, I think you're coming from Abhya, it means not adulterated and fixed up. Without what? Any impurities, fixed, unfailing, Prabhupada translated. Unfailing, no failing, fixed up. That's why if you go and remember the lotus feet of the Lord, the mind is so strong, you understand? The mind uh, is not some lightweights. Uh, to purify the mind, its constant practice is required. You understand? Constant practice is required. That's so why it says, you know, the mind will run, correct? Yes? So to let, to capture the mind, what is the cause? Or what is the source? I mean, what is the solution? Huh? What's the solution? The solution is given here. This is the solution. This is the solution here.
here this is the solution nama aparada yuktanam namaneva rantiyagam avishranti prayuktani tane evartha karmani cha karani cha sorry even in the beginning one chant the hari krishna mantra with offenses one will become free from such offense by chanting again and again by chanting what again and again papa chayacha bhavati smarantam tam ahanisham one become free from all sinful reaction if he chants day and night following the recommendation of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu it is chaitanya mahaprabhu quoted the following verse hari naam hari naam hari naam evakalam kalavana stevana steva steva gatiranjita that means in order to free ourselves from this drifting this drifting of our mind the solution is what huh? more chanting correct chanting more round this way you will be able to overcome this difficulty yes this is explain this points otherwise you're going to get more and more dreams flying here and flying there <laughs> they're going to be flying out <laughs> yes any questions on this west yet clear is it clear yeah so the only way to capture the incorrigible mind is to keep chanting more and chanting more all right any uh, anybody has any questions anything connected and garden is blocking anyway the class is over first you have to get a guru you want to intensely practice this you must have a what without guru it is not possible you cannot control your mind that's the verse you know 5 11 17 correct without have the guru you cannot capture your mind it is not possible so i recommended that you take initiation yes otherwise will not work beginning initiation is what Be- beginning to control the mind now they take initiation tomorrow you what wow you having radha krishna leela and you're swimming around and dancing please it is the 
the beginning. <laughs> Understand? Don't think the spiritual life is some kind of joke, you know. What? Actually, you cannot understand this thing until you take a guru. Only when you have a guru, only many things become very clear. Yes? Yes or no? Proper as a guru? No, but that you have to go according to proper instruction or associating with devotees, no? Once you take initiation with Prabhupada, doesn't mean that now, yeah, I am with Prabhupada and just, yes. You need to associate with devotees, like-minded devotees. Well, association is very important. You don't associate, you think you will learn all these things? Yeah? Should you? What they say in uh, English is what? What? Uh, what keeps company? What is that word? Yeah. Actually, it is a fact. If you are envious, you will meet some envious people. You, if somebody, if you are envious and you meet someone who is correcting you, you won't like him. Automatically, you will not go, ah, I don't like this guy. He's not thinking the way I'm thinking. So you want somebody who thinks of what? The way you think, you know. You clap hand with whatever you say. Correct? Uh, ma Mary Mun, what? Keeps company or something like that. Misery? <laughs> so therefore we have to take good association. Yes? Hmm? Continue your material life like this. Uh, I showed that verse, no? Correct? Yes. I have to go back, right? How do you go back? Oh, yes. I showed this verse, no? I showed this verse, remember? A materialistic so-called guru instructs his materialistic disciples about economic development. Correct? This dream therapy. Yeah? And sense about economic development and sense gratification. This is how the number theory and what? All kind of, uh, you know, why? So I can improve my material condition. Yes? 
And because of such instruction, the foolish disciples continue in material existence of ignorance. But your Lordship gives knowledge that is eternal. An intelligent person receiving such knowledge is quickly situated in the original constitutional position. This verse is so, I think, relevant for all crazy guys. Huh? Huh? Yes. All crazy guys. This floka is, see? And they say, we what? We cut and paste. Ah, what? How much dynamic this verse is? Ah, it's revealing. Krishna is revealing. You understand? How Krishna is revealing? How many times we read the Bhagavatam? Well, suddenly we are seeing this verse. How is it possible? Ah, you understand? I was thinking, what is this? Eight. Kanto 24, what is this? Bhagavatam. I went through the again. Because 8.24, I was saying that about the fish, you know. It's about the, what's that? You know, Matsya Avatar, no? Huh? Then I was saying that verse, I was saying that the fish body, you know, it says in that verse, the fish body, you know, he is living in constant pain. You can take out that verse. 824. Huh? 824.2. I was mesmerized by this, you know, because the fish body. Say you become a fish very nice, you know, and swim around, you know. Huh? See here, the form of a fish is certainly condemned and is full of terrible pain. Right? Fish body completely what? Painful. I was, I was, and of course then I read on. Then I read on, I saw these two verses. Because I was only looking for this verse that why the Lord is in the heart, why others cannot see it, you know. You know, because we say, because you're not a pure devotee, you cannot see, only pure devotees can see, because, because the fact, we quote the verse 629, 630, you know. Self-realized soul see the Lord inside the heart of, you know. Huh? But this verse explains this, just now we quoted this verse. There is verse here. It is poured on, you know. This is the next verse, you see. I was kind of uh, looking for this verse to strengthen our stand on this point. There is. My Lord, you are the supreme well-wishing friend of everyone, the dear most friend, the controller, the super soul, the supreme instructor and the giver of supreme knowledge and fulfillment of all desires. All, but although, this is the line, but although you are within the heart, the foolish, because of lusty desires in the heart, cannot understand you. Of course, we always quote uh, 10, 
A guru is not limited to a particular group. It is stated in the Upadeshamrita by Rupa Goswami that a guru is a Goswami, a control of the senses and the mind. Such a guru can, can accept disciples all over the world. Prithivimsa Sishyat. You see this point? A guru must be coming from where? Huh? Topmost platform. This is a problem. They don't study. They don't what? Don't study. Yes. Huh? If a guru falls short of teaching you how to improve your material condition of life, then he's a rascal. Is that? He's a rascal. That's all. You understand? All right, anything else? Finish, eh? Yeah? Okay? Stop here then. Thank you very much. Time is...